Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Stay with Gary Belcher and Scott Sattler. A couple of footy legends covering all things sport. For Kia, Kia's open season on now with match-winning deals. And Red Energy for 100% Australian electricity and gas. Right, welcome to Sports Day. Gary Belcher and Jason Matthews Hello. here. Hello, mate. How are you? Yeah, good. Thank you. Good, thanks. Looking forward to, uh, to tonight's show, of course. And uh, tomorrow, it's on again. The one day, uh, the third and final one day of Australia and India. And still don't know the makeup of the... They, they never let us know until the no, well, morning of the game, do Because they? it's a secret. It's a secret. No, no. What we did here, who, who were we talking to recently, and they said no. It's it's often about it can the be pitch. the pitch and the conditions, and they can say, oh look, no, hang on, things have changed a lot, so we're going to bring in this player and not that player. Aussie cricket captain Aaron Finch was saying today, and we'll hear from him soon, that they landed in Canberra and they're going out to Monica. Uh, this afternoon to have a look at the pitch and then they'll sort of have a rough idea about who they then, will select in the spot. And then they'll go to the Kingston Hotel for a few oh, schooners. Mate. Public the, bar yeah, as well. That's used to great. be able to cook your own steak in there. It was one of Did the first you? places I remember, yeah. And and people go, how good is that? You just you go there and you sit around, you the, you buy your steak and you just put it on the thing and you cook it and you stand around. Yeah, and you thought, nice. Hang on, I'm paying the same amount there and I'm cooking my own, I'm burning it because I'm not good at cooking steak. <laughs> so what am I doing that for? Yeah, I know. I don't get that either. I'm, hang on. It was I'm unique. 40 bucks for a steak. It was steak unique, yeah. Go, Do you want me to wash up as well? Um, no, I love the – I think I said this last night. The Chinese in Kingston as well down there at Marnik, near Marnica is great as well. I thought you still met the, the general population, but no, the, the that too, Chinese food The Chinese is people and the Chinese food is, is amazing in Kingston as well. Hey, listen, today on the show, uh, Liam Santa Maria, our basketball expert for Sports Day, is joining us because Andrew Bogut yes. has retired. Big, big news. One of the Aussie greats. We might ask him, you know, what? where does he rank? And I suppose everyone would like to know where does he He's got to be up, up, right up there, hasn't he? And Absolutely. Liam Santa Maria, one of the foremost experts and uh, journalists and writer about Basketball form. He played it back in the day. Played a bit as well. So it'd be interesting to played see. Played a bit what of he ball, did he? Played a bit of ball. That's what us cool kids say when we talk about <laughs> basketball. Played a bit Do of you. ball. Um, hot topics today. In fact, around Andrew Bogut um, retiring, where does he rank in the Aussie greats when it comes to basketball? I know we talked about sports people last week, and that went nuts. Yo, but is he? And he didn't get a mention when we talked about the great Aussie no, sports didn't. people. It probably should have. Not nor did Andrew Gaze. Mm. Uh, nor did uh, Luke Longley. But well, I guess we're looking at the Leroy worldwide Loggins. sports uh, star, Leroy I always Loggins. throw Leroy in. Carl Bruton. Carl Bruton. <laughs> Carl Bruton. Bruton. Is it Carl or Carl? Carl. Carl Bruton. He was very good. Steve Carfino. Yes. I remember good watching. commentator too. Yeah, he is. Larry Sengstock. Oh, there you go. Blast from the past. Uh, Ronnie Radliff. I don't know. They all played for the Brisbane no. Bullets. Well, Steve, I, remember, team. I remember watching Steve Carfano play for the Hobart Devils out at the Doon Entertainment Didn't he Center. coach Sydney as well? 
Yeah, I think he did. Yeah. I think he did. And interesting enough, talking about the Hobart Devils, they'll have, their, they'll have the Jack Jumpers. Oh, no, the, the Jack Jumpers. Name. What's going on there? Next, I think it's next, next year or the year after. And another name we should mention that was a, was a star in the day, Phil Smythe. Of course. The general. The bald-headed Kendra general. Kendra Cannons. He's bald at 25. I used to work with him in, when, in Canberra. We did some radio together and stuff. And work. Did you work on radio in Canberra? Yeah, way Just, back. We've done so much together, Badge. No, we didn't do it together, different, you and I. Different decades, because I'm much younger. Oh, please. Which station did you work on in Canberra? No mirrors in here. <laughs> <laughs> Which station were you on? Two C, two double C. Two and, oh yeah, and, two and were they connected with the? They had an FM station as well. Yeah, but back now it's all been separated. Was, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah right. Anyway, we digress. Did you, did you like play any tunes? No, no. I just oh. went in for a sports segment. Oh, is that it? Yeah. Cash. <laughs> was it? Yeah, of course. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> in camera's on cash. They all know someone in the tax office that'll look after him. He's joking, by the way. Uh, also, a segment I love, Hot or Cold, where we throw up uh, some uh, topics. Maybe you've got a topic we'd like to you'd like to put forward as well on the today's show one three hundred forty two fifteen thirty three, or you can shoot us a text oh four double seven seven three six seven three six. Jesus, we got a lot of texts last night. Uh, re our interview with Madge Maguire. Um, and just you know, West Tigers fans, they are the most passionate rugby league fans with this show. They they love getting involved. They, they have an there. opinion, and they're pretty happy with the offer Hengawe uh, um, signing, mate. Yeah, and I think they all agree that un- un- it was unfortunate that Alloy A wanted to leave, but that's just how it went. And Madge made a really good point last night. You know, when I asked him about um, changing the rules around these players me- leaving clubs mid-contract, it, it's very annoying and, and quite frustrating and unethical, I find it. But he said, you know, it works both ways. If, if Faloye didn't leave, they wouldn't have got off Angawi. They wouldn't have been able to get him out of his contract and free up the money. So, Hey, the Melbourne Storm have been named the best sporting club in Australasia today. Show-offs. They've got everything. Every single thing you Gee, can think of. A lot of people wouldn't like that. A friend of mine who's a Tigers fan, and she is... Richmond Tigers? No, no. West Tigers used to be Balmain, so West Tigers now. And she, she hates the Melbourne Storm almost as much as she loves her Tigers, just because of the you know she's a New South Wales fan and some of the Queenslanders in the side. And I can't believe some of the stuff she comes out filthy after the grand final. It was referees (laughs) rigged it. Everything. Well, they um, was all over the Storm. Do they deserve the title of Australasia's best team for 2020? I mean, look, have a look at the other Tigers, the Richmond Tigers, yes, back-to-back premiers. Yes. I mean, sure, it, they had to oh, move into state as well. It. They did, they did. Um, the Melbourne Vixens did very well, didn't they, in the yep. uh, in the netball? Yep. And uh, the Queensland Origin team did well. Well, you oh, want mate, me to mention three that. three games. Okay, okay. Three, yeah, we're talking about a season. Sydney FC. Sydney, Sydney FC, FC. Had, a, had a great season. Yep. Um, what do you think? Do Melbourne Storm deserve Australasia's best sporting team of 2020? I'm trying I, to think of who won the Fiji and rugby local rugby union comp. Didn't you? You said to me off air that doesn't uh, Norfolk Island have a great darts team? They do. They do. But um, they, they play Lord Howe Island once a year. And oh, do they? they? They've won it. Oh, just, Jeez, that'd be a good trip away. 15 years in a row. Uh, and in New Zealand, well, they're talking about New Zealand teams yeah, then as well. What about the All so, Blacks? Well, they've been terrible. Well, they've hardly played. Canterbury, the Crusaders. There you go. They, they, I think they won that New Zealand conference. Yeah, there you go. Thing again. Yeah. 0477 736 736. 
Do the Melbourne Storm deserve to be Australasia's team of 2020? What about you nominate your team or your kids' team? Well, mate, I, I, if I was still coaching, I would have uh, nominated the, uh, the team. I used to coach my daughter's under six netball team. We're called the uh, Runaway Bay Doves. The Doves. The Doves. Not the fiercest name. I mean, you wouldn't be – would you be intimidated? They were dainty, no. <laughs> running out no. against the Doves? You wouldn't, no, would not you? at all. And I think that's why we lost every game 2-0. Right, basically. you couldn't nominate them. We're talking about, we're talking about good, great performances. Not, they tried. Yeah, no, that's not, not enough. This is great performances. Oh, okay. right. At a lesser level, not at the professional level. Who else do you want to nominate? Zero four double seven seven three six seven three six is the text number. Righty, hope time for a sports updates. Sports Day, Sports Update. Yeah, it's already 12 past. Uh, Panther star Brett Naden, Brent Naden, I should say, has tested positive to cocaine. Badge mm. uh, news breaking this afternoon. Yeah, they tested on the night of the NRL grand final loss to the Melbourne Storm. He, of course, played. He came off the bench. He got relegated to the bench, came off the bench and did some pretty good stuff. But he, he since, the, since the grand final has also had some alcohol issues that he's had addressed at the club and entered, I think, a facility. And um, so he's now prohibited from participating in, in any compliant, WADA-compliant sport, which is, of course includes rugby league, and there's a provisional suspension in place, I, the next step would be to, to test his B sample and then see how it plays out. I'm not sure what sort of suspension he's facing if uh, the B sample comes back positive as well. Is it... I don't know much about it, but would that be considered performance enhancing? Or or could they or could they prove that he think that would be recreational? Recreational. And is that is that something that I mean, how do I put this? Is that something that WADA has jurisdiction over as well? Recreational use? Rather than performance enhancing? Oh, I don't know. Don't, I'm not going to get too technical, so I'm no. not sure. Yeah. But it's certainly banned in the NRL. And I'm not suggesting that is the, the case. The, the NRL the bans it. Right, okay. Well, there you go. You can't have recreational drugs. Okay. Or, and, you know, unlike the AFL system where, you know, <laughs> their system, for my Three honestly, strikes. honestly it's a joke. Yep. If you're a player who was maybe going to try something like this, in the NRL, you go, no way, oh, that's, I can't do that, that's crazy, don't ever offer it to me because I could lose my entire career for a short period of time or longer. In the AFL, I might have a crack because I'm going to get a strike. If I get caught, I get a strike and, and then and I won't not, do it again. And I don't think it's made public. So either. they're not made public. Yeah. So I, I think that it's crazy. And for mine, that's just they're just protecting their players. They, AFL, their their code is a, a bit of a joke for mine, but uh, so Brent anyway. Brent Naden's got some um, probably got some sleepless nights ahead. Um, and again, uh, he's he's entitled to that B sample, and we need to wait for those results to come back uh, with that as of well. Course. Channel Seven has launched federal court proceedings against Cricket Australia. I'm getting mm. over this this whole thing. It's well, it's going to keep going on because they, for the way I see it is they, they you know they don't they they want out of their contract or they want a a much le- to, to pay a much lesser amount than their original agreement with Cricket Australia for these for these rights. Um, Which I understand because COVID, it, it's, been, it's been different this year for everybody. So yes. I, I understand that. It may and and in, other, in football codes, they did deals, didn't they, to, yeah. for, for a lesser amount. So they could get on with things. But that hasn't happened with Cricket Australia. I don't know exactly who's, who's where and who's, you know, who's in the right and the wrong here, but... Uh, they're, they're playing pretty heavy-handed. Cricket Australia are insisting that the product they're supplying is 
uh, every bit as good as what it was going to be. They they, they swapped around the one days and T20s. They were going to be after the test. The f- so the tests were going to happen. They would have already been underway in November, the first test. But they moved that back because of, they say, because of COVID and India travelling and quarantining and everything. And But Channel 7 is now saying that, no, that they don't think that's the case and they want access to some uh, some correspondence between Cricket Australia and the, the uh, Board of Cricket Control in India. Where Channel 7 probably have a really good argument here is that had the schedule stayed the same as it normally is, Brisbane test in November and then Adelaide test straight oh, I think it was going that. to be Adelaide. Remember, they were going to play Adelaide first, weren't they? Yeah, well, normally two tests before... Yes. It could have been two tests before Christmas, right? Yep. Possibly, th- no, it would have been two because it's only four test series. They would have got two test matches out of Coley. Now they're only getting one. They are getting these one day. Oh, that's they, a good point. But they're getting the, and they, remember, they didn't, they don't want the one days or the T20s. That's exclusive to Fox. Fox has got, yeah. So instead of having two test matches, they now only get the one with Coley. Yep. So that that could be the that could reason. be it. You made a good point to uh, ask me a good question before I didn't have the answer off the air. Woogie, you said why is uh, the one day is? And I think the T twenties. Why are they only on Fox on pay TV? Despite the anti-siphoning laws, but uh, I think it's something to do with the whole package mm. that was bid for by Channel Seven and Fox Sports, as opposed to. Channel 9 and what would it, oh, it might have been Channel 10 that we're going to do it together. Yeah, that's right. Well, maybe you know why we're not seeing the one days and all that on Freeway because it, it used to have to be by law. Anti-siphoning, the Australian cricket was a part of that and that whenever it involved the, the national men's team, one days, T20s and tests must be shown on Freeway TV so everybody T20s? could... Yeah, well, well, Channel Nine will running. Well, I, I, maybe Certainly the one day is in the test. Definitely, the one, yeah. yeah, back in the old days. But then T Twenty cricket came along, and Channel yeah. Nine used to show it. So right. anyway, maybe you know oh four double seven seven three six seven three six. Hey, we've got a call on the line. Adrian from uh, Castle Hill wants to talk about the Broncos and Tigers. G'day, Adrian. Yeah, how you going, Woogie? How you going, Badge? Good, thanks, mate. What can we do for you? Before I go on further, I reckon I reckon I've got to say, Woogie's the star of this show. He's a legend. Yeah, thanks, Dad. He loves you calling him Mookie, too. <laughs> Adrian. Oh, man, no, seriously, Thank you. you're so funny. You crack me up. Oh, thanks, thanks. Yeah, mate. The least funny guy you, I've ever heard. Can you let Adrian just continue on, please, mate? You just shut up, Adrian. <laughs> you've had, you've had your time in the I'll sun. I'll walk out. You and your Uncle Adrian can have a chat. <laughs> Adrian, let's talk about the Broncos and Tigers, mate. What's going yeah. on? Hey, guys, I mean, is the, the Broncos are starting to resemble a retirement uh, home with all these signings, you know, Ben Teo, David Mead, Copley, and, and um, uh, um, who's the guy from, from uh, uh, Kelly? Is it Albert Kelly? Albert Kelly, Kelly well? they bring him back. I'd be, tell you what, I'd be so, I wouldn't be happy if I was a Broncos uh, supporter with those signings at all. What right. do you think about them? And I, you know, cool. I want to make a comment about the Tigers too. Yeah, oh, the proof will be in the pudding. I'm, you know, I'm a massive fan of Kevy Walters, um, not of the Broncos, but I think unfortunately, while they were dithering and, and stuffing around giving Kevy the job, and that should have happened a lot sooner, um, they weren't in the marketplace. So now they're trying to get some, especially some outside backs, trying to get stronger in that area. And there just aren't the players available. But Badge, they still don't have no players. I still don't think they have a genuine six. Going into next season, and they've still got an inexperienced halfback in Dearden. 
Mm. And they, they had yeah. issues in the halves last year. They did. This season. They have. Yes. So I don't think they've fixed that problem yet, unless they've got a plan internally. But um, yeah. Kevy's going to play. Kevy, there's your, your five eight. Kevy's going to play. Hey mate, what about the Tigers? Look with the Tigers. I mean, when when they signed Moses Embai and Josh Reynolds, and you know I'm a sort of a, somewhat of a bulldog supporter. I was so happy. I can't believe they paid them both about. 500 more than what they were worth. Um, so, gosh, it was just beggar's belief. I'd be concerned. See, I reckon there's question marks about Joe Offa and Gow. He, he's never impressed me at the Broncos, so he needs to show something completely different that I've seen. He didn't have a great year this year, but none of them did. Yeah. Not many of them did. But he, oh, I think there's something there. I hope Madge Maguire, who's a, who's a hell of a good guy and a very, very... Um, dedicated coach. I hope he can get the best out of him, and, and I'm sure Tigers fans feel the same. Yeah, but, right. you know. Uh, yeah. No worries, then. Where are you man? You're the star. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Can you? I'm just. Uh, I'm recording that. We've recorded that, and I'm sending that to the boss. Thanks, Adrian. Uh, hey, listen. Getting back onto the cricket. Uh, you can call us any time too. By the way, one three hundred forty two fifteen thirty three, or oh four double seven seven three six seven three six. Aussie coach Justin Langer said on this show in WA last night on Sports Day WA that he doesn't think Warner will be ready for the first test starting December seventeen. No, it looked like he got shot by a gun, didn't it? It was, um, mm. and he was in incredible pain in the change room after. He's got a his his strain is an adductor in his groin, so they tell me it's a really painful injury. Um, I'm not sure. He, he's we're going to wait. We've just arrived in Canberra, so we won't see him again for probably five or six days until we get back to Sydney. The doctor and the physio, David Beakley, will look at it then. Uh, I'm not holding my breath that he'll be right for the first test match. That said, he's a sort of elite professional who will be doing literally everything possible to be ready for it. So uh, we'll we'll see what happens, but um, he's going to be a loss, that's for sure. There you go. Big one there from mm. uh, from Langer saying that he may not be available for the first test, which opens up the door for Bukowski, and all of a sudden, Joey Burns becomes the anchor of the Australian oh, team. Oh. Told you. Yeah, I know, but we I, I think you now we should be very concerned if he doesn't play because he, you know, there's he's so reliable at the top there and um it puts a fair bit of pressure on the other players around him. So yep. Um we've been uh, lucky. Aaron Finch said he, he's not sure who will replace Warner at the top of the order. I reckon I would love to throw this well, out tomorrow. To, yeah, yeah, uh, with uh, the final ODI. Looks like Darcy's short for the T20s. Uh, I think it'll be Matthew Way, but I'd, I'd love to throw it out to our uh, our listeners one three hundred forty two fifteen thirty three, or shoot us a text on oh four double seven seven three six seven three six. What a time to bring Will Pukowski in tomorrow! But mate, he can't. He's got he's got the three dayer against no, India. Why can't he? Is because, he not in the squad? Oh, he's he's left. I think oh. he's, he's actually because he'll be playing that three day. Yeah, that he could play in this end. Oh, is that, is that on the same da- time? That starts. Yeah, it's not I on for. That's not on until the, you know, the sixth of December. All this biosecurity stuff, mate. Can oh. you leave one bubble and go to another bubble? It's a bubble bath, mate. You can't just <laughs> switch. From one to the other, right. badge. You know that. Um, stick to your own bubble. Bar, can, that's right. Can I just get to some NRL news before we go to the break? Uh, the Sydney Roosters today have announced the signing of highly sought-after junior Joseph Suwali. Good riddance, well, I say. we've been announcing that for weeks, haven't we? It's but official. Finally. Though. Good. Finally, See ya. they've said, yes, it's going to happen. So, um, yep. 
South fans, what do you think? Are you happy that I'm a South supporter? I'm happy it's it's over and done with. Yes, it's happened, and you just got to get on with it. They're filthy. He's gone to the Roosters. Any other club, I think they wouldn't have wouldn't have minded. Uh, the Sharks have re-signed Braden Trindle for for next year, so uh, he played four or five games this year for him. He's a half or a hooker. Um, yeah, John Morris said he was happy to to re-sign him. Seven hundred thousand bucks been offered for oh. possibly Benji Marshall. Oh, by Hull. Seven hundred. I know. Uh, yeah, I know. It, You'd it, take that, it, wouldn't th- you? Oh, absolutely. He's not going to get that here. Uh, but they might be looking at you know the the offshoots, the benefits of you know the the presence that Benji can bring, and perhaps some off field sponsorship and yep. memberships and whatever else. Um, there, uh, there still is a chance he could he could stay there as a couple of clubs. Maybe uh, the Bulldogs have signed Matt Burton for twenty twenty two. They're hoping to get him out of his Panthers contract a year early. If that doesn't happen, they might bring Benji, Benji for a year, a year, but he but, won't be on 700 grand. Well, did, didn't you and Sats talk about this a couple of weeks ago, about what, 150, 200? He's probably worth in the NRL. Oh, I think a bit, I think more than that. But um, but weren't the Cowboys throwing a, yeah, talking about a figure like that? They didn't that? have a lot of money for him, yeah, so right. he knocked him back. And the fact that he would have had to move to up to North Queensland and, and, and I think he's entrenched in Sydney and was hoping to stay there with his media commitments and whatever else. Yeah, right. That's, of course, he's got his deal with Fox. Uh, and finally, Jack DeBellin's facing a third season suspended whilst waiting a retrial. Um, his agent, Steve Gilly, says the no-fault standard policy needs to be looked at um, because you know, it, sometimes trials take this long. Well, he, he says it was never designed to keep a player out no, for, for three, for three years, years while yeah. he's waiting you know, for, for a decision either way. Yeah, so we'll uh, no doubt hear more about that. This is Sports Day. That's our sports update, by the way. This is Sports Day for Kia's open season on now with match-winning deals. When we come back, Badge, one of Australia's sporting greats, Andrew Bogut, has retired. He did it via his little podcast he's now doing. Good way to promote that by retiring on there. We'll catch up with Sports Day's basketball insider, Liam Santa Maria, next on Sports Day. You're listening to Sports Day. Have your say by dropping badge and sats a text. 0477 736 736. That's 0477 736 736. This is Sports Day. We'll be right back. We're back. This is Sports Day for Kia. Kia's open season on now with match-winning deals and red energy for 100% Australian electricity and gas. Yeah, welcome back to Sports Day for Aussie Made. Support local, australiamade.com.au. We're going to catch up with uh, Liam Santa Maria in just a sec. But today, this Aussie legend, sporting legend, dropped this bombshell. And where I will be signing for, for next season is absolutely nowhere. Um, I'll be retiring from, from professional basketball effective immediately. We're in late late November, early December. I would have made this decision earlier if it wasn't for the postponement of the Olympics. I was, I was hoping to get to 2020 Tokyo Games and then calling it a day after that. That would have been my fourth Olympics and selfishly, obviously, it would have been a great accolade to have four Olympic Games under your belt, but it's just not meant to be. I can't, I just can't physically and mentally get to 2021 with the way the body's been. Um, I mean, I could on a lot of painkillers and a lot of physical and mental anguish, but it's just not worth it at this point in my career. Um, I'm really starting to value my health away from the court and my health when I'm 40 and 45 and 50. And some people might say, well, it's just six, seven, seven more months of training and commitments. And I just, yeah, I'm at a point where I just can't do it. So that's where that lies. 
There you go, Andrew Bogut uh, announcing his retirement on his podcast today. Let's bring in Liam Santa Maria, our basketball insider here on Sports Day. G'day, Liam. How's it going, fellas? Yeah, good, mate. Good, big, mate. Big, big announcements from from Bogut today. Was that expected, or was it a bit of a shock? It wasn't a massive shock. Um, there was a little uncertainty about what he was going to announce today. Obviously, we've been waiting all year to find out what his next steps would be. But um, certainly the the potential that he would hang them up was was certainly there. So not a massive shock, but no less a a big moment in in Australian basketball because Bogut has obviously been a key figure in in Aussie hoops for, for a long period of time and really blazed the trail being a you know, a number one NBA draft pick, an NBA mm. champion, and you know, a couple of a couple of big years in the NBL as well, and what he's done in the green and gold on top of all of that. So, a big moment in Aussie hoops, and um, really a, a bit of a sad day to be honest, because he has just been enormous for the game in this country. Yeah, well, and given that he was the NBA number one draft pick in 2005, a fair while ago, would this be big news in the states? It has been today, actually. Uh, certainly, you know, amongst the, um, the, the, the the clubs that he previously played at, Milwaukee, certainly Golden State, where where he won that championship back in 2015, and um, the, the his former coach Steve Kerr and his former teammates have all been kind of making comment today, sending their congratulations, and um, the, the the local uh, newsreels and uh, media outlets in those places are certainly all over it because, you know, he was, he was a big time player over there. He was uh, on his way towards really an all-star level career with Milwaukee and then played a key role in that Golden State championship when he was there. So he was, uh, he was a big time player over there and his retirement certainly has, um, you know, made some, some um, shockwaves across the Pacific. Yeah. Uh, Look, Liam, I I reckon, you know, apart from the way that he played, him coming back to the NBL um, in the last couple of years has been huge for that the great resurgence. Has is he is he had uh, you know such a positive effect that I'm sort of saying here? Has he had this great positive effect on the NBL and put them in a good position before he retired? It's been massive. It really has. Uh, you know, that him coming to to the league. Two years ago, when he, you know, he still had some run in those legs, um, mm. following, of course, and you know, a sensational NBA career, and um, it was a, it was an enormous moment when he made that announcement that he was going to join the Sydney Kings for on a two-year deal in the lead up to the 2020 Olympics, and I think it's had a, had a massive impact on our league. You know, we know Larry Kestelman, Jeremy Lowliger, this new regime of the NBL have done a terrific job of turning the league around. But, but it was Bogut's um, announcement, his decision to join the league, that I think um, was the landmark moment. Because for me, I feel like the, the, the general sports fan, the average sports fan who you know, pays maybe a little bit of attention to the NBA, I think the moment Bogut signed on was the moment they stopped talking about Andrew Gaze and started talking about Andrew Bogut. And as a result, they stopped thinking about where the league used to be and started focusing on where the league is right now and the high-level talent involved. So 
what he has done for the NBL in coming and playing these couple of seasons cannot be overstated. Yeah, Liam, it's a really good point because I wasn't really... I was a casual viewer of basketball, and when he did come back, I started watching a lot more... Uh, much more basketball after he came back. I, I want to go on to the, the next point. Um, does he want to stay in basketball? Is, is, is coaching something he wants to do? He's never said coaching was really on his radar. I, I, I don't necessarily kind of suspect that he will, certainly probably not immediately. Um, he has a lot to give. I mean, this is a guy with an elite basketball IQ. Some of the brightest mind in the game. Steve Kerr, um, you know, former Boomers coach Andre Lamanis, they speak so glowingly about the impact he has had on their teams from a, from a leadership and a um, kind of basketball IQ perspective. So he certainly has a lot to give in that regard. He's got, um, he's got a lot to give in terms of his opinions on a whole bunch of different things, which anyone who follows him on Twitter would know. So he sparked up his brand new podcast, Rogue Bogues, which on which he announced the, uh, the retirement today. So what a way to launch it, eh? <laughs> what a way to launch it. <laughs> I know. There was a little bit of kind of LeBron James, the decision about it all, I, I thought. Very media savvy on, on his behalf. And, uh, yeah, so he's going to dive into that. And then we, we await what else he's going to get into in this next phase of his of his life. Liam, you know, one of the, the great uh, basketball journalists and former player yourself, how do, you, how do you rank him purely on his on-court performances? How does he rank amongst uh, Australians? One of the best, for sure. Now, some people might think that's a, that's a little bit of a cop-out, but, I mean, he, the number one NBA draft pick, a, a, a career in the NBA, 13, no, what was it, a um, geez, around his 13-year NBA career. Mm. Like I said, he was on track to be an NBA All-Star. He was on track to be a Defensive Player of the Year type of guy. And some injuries robbed him of really, truly reaching his ceiling. Um, some really horrid injuries, to be honest. And, and then what he's done in the green and gold has been spectacular. I mean, he, he never made that All-Star level. Ben Simmons has already done that in his young NBA career. And also a number one draft pick. But, but I tell you, what, what Bogues has done for the game and, and his standing in Australian basketball is right there at the very elite alongside Ben Simmons, Paddy Mills, alongside Lauren Jackson on the, on the women's side yeah. of things. Um, so an absolute legend of the game in, in this country. All right, Liam, a uh, big day in Australian sport and uh, one of the good guys of Australian sport uh, hanging up the boots today, uh, of course, Andrew Bogut, mate. We appreciate your time on Sports Day. Thanks, fellas. Good to chat. No, no worries. Our Thanks. Sports Day basketball insider, Liam Santa Maria. I'd like to throw it out to our listeners too, Badge. Did, didn't mention Luke Longley. I think he must have just... Yeah. Forgotten. Yeah, well, we, we had right that up there with the best too. Oh, we? absolutely. I mean, those Jordan days at the Chicago yeah. Bulls. one three hundred forty two fifteen thirty three. 15 What are your thoughts on Andrew Bogut? Is he one of the greats of not just Australian basketball? Well, we know he is. I mean, that's that's probably a stupid question for me. But yeah, what about 
<laughs> where, what about where it sits in Australian sport altogether? And and it was really interesting that Liam mentioned Lauren Jackson, another great basketball player. Yes, player as well. You Absolutely. know, jeez, he's in good company. One three hundred forty two fifteen thirty three or oh four double seven seven three six seven three six. Uh, for Aussie made, thanks Liam. Shop for authentic Aussie products. The Australian made uh, kangaroo certification is the logo of the nation trust. This is Sports Day for Kia's open season on now with match winning deals. When we come back, we'll get stuck into our hot topics here on Sports Day. You're listening to Sports Day. Have your say by dropping badge and sats a text. 0477 736 736. That's 0477 736 736. This is Sports Day. We'll be right back. We're back. This is Sports Day for Kia. Kia's open season on now with match-winning deals and red energy for 100% Australian electricity and gas. Now on Sports Day, time for a Racing Queensland update. Queensland is racing. Visit racingqueensland.com.au. Oh, look, tell me a time Queensland isn't racing. Fresh from Hastings Street, Noosa yesterday. Uh, Chris Nelson's joining us with a Racing Queensland update. How are you, mate? I'm going very well, thanks, Jase. I went from a, uh, a nice uh, chicken palmy to a uh, toasted sandwich at home today, so that's uh, back to normality for me. Good to see you back on Struggle Street. Now, mate, what's the latest country racing news? Well, just if we thought we'd touch on the uh, the Coral Coast Shield, which has been run at uh, the major uh, provincial tracks in North Queensland, the Rocky, uh, Townsville, Cairns and Mackay over the last couple of months. The finals were held at Townsville on Saturday afternoon and the hometown team got the prize. Townsville ended up on 62 points. And they won the uh, the first Coral Coast Shield, beating Rockhampton on 53. And they streeted Cairns and Mackay, who finished lengths behind the other two. So Townsville, the reigning champions for next year. Yeah, mate. Country racing comes to the city at Doombin this weekend. It sure does. The Country Cups Challenge Final and the Stampede, which is the uh, the Country Stampede Final. Now, the Stampede's over 11.10. The Country Cups Challenge Final's over 1,600. These heats have been run in uh, far-flung provincial areas over the last couple of months, and we've finally made finals day. Acceptances are already out for the big races. I know uh, Panagua, or Pana, Paniagua, never get that right, is going, for eight, <laughs> is going for eight straight wins in the, uh, the Country Cups Challenge. So that's something to look forward to after uh, another horse from the north in Harovian made it 10 wins uh, last Saturday. So exciting racing. There'll be plenty of uh, country folk at Doombin on Saturday afternoon. Rightio, mate. For the latest Queensland racing news meetings and form, visit racingqueensland.com.au. Get racing, gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. We'll chat tomorrow. Look forward to it. Thanks, Joe. Now on Sports Day, it's time for our hot topic. For expert car air conditioning service you can rely on, visit repcoservice.com. Yeah, one of our hot topics tonight on 1342 1533 or text 0477736736. Uh, Melbourne Storm today gifted the Australasia's 2020 Team of the Year. Gifted? You make it sound like they didn't, well, don't it, deserve it, Woogie. No, nah, not at all, Badge. Yeah, I'm just saying they, they Presented. Were gifted, presented the award. Awarded. Yes. Wonderful for them. Wonderful for them. They've just the, how many trophy cabinets have they got down there at the Melbourne Storm? A few, yeah. But there must be some other teams that deserve to win Richmond. this award. 
Richmond Football Club, yes. back-to-back premiers. Yes. Well, this, so this is, it was just based, I imagine, it was 2020. So it doesn't matter if you'd won 10 in a row. It was based on what you did this year. But um, under COVID restrictions, it was difficult for every sporting team, I imagine, in some way, shape or form. We've thrown a few in already. Yep. This is a good one, Badge. What about this one? You, your, this your, one what was your daughter's team, oh, the netball du- team? The, du- the Doves, mate. The, yeah. um, but this was under – when I was coaching netball, yeah. you know I'd never – you never played, did you? No, no, I don't you look good a in a skirt. Attack. But I'd actually had a punt on a couple of netball games. I said, you'll coach. I've got, <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah. So I was the most experienced dad. And, mate, the Doves, I'll be, it, it's fair to say, we didn't win a game that year. Mm. And it's interesting. Under sixes lose by about 2-0. It's the most boring <laughs> netball. It's like a soccer game. You love your daughter's sport, don't you? The way you describe your one of your daughters playing tennis is I've, not nice. Ari's at tennis lessons now, too. Wonderful. There goes another 50 bucks. Anyway, uh, what is Australasia's best sporting team? What about this one? DJR Team Penske. Aha. Uh-huh. Three-time supercar driver championships, 18, 19, 20. We're only looking at 20, though. Yep. And back-to-back teams championship that's from, from Ben. That's, oh, I thought that was from Stevie Johnson. But that's a really good point, though. It is. It is, yeah. Very, very good. Uh, outstanding year this year in the Mustangs. And we're asking whether the Storm deserve to win it. Uh, we've got a text here going, uh, yes, they do. I get frustrated where everyone decided they need to disagree. Why not ask what criteria it was used to judge? Well, I think success. Um, and, and I guess a lot of it on how they've handled adversity this year as well. Mm. Um, but, yeah, it's... Well, the, yeah, they says, remember, they lost key personnel, expected to be still in a rebuild, but instead stayed top four again. Every year, people go, no, I don't think the Storm can do it again. Unbelievable coach, Craig Bellamy. Um, why not say congratulations and ask for feedback rather than in intimating it was a dud decision? Was that you? You. No, me. Woogie. If, it, if it, anyone but South Sydney, you don't want to give them credit. Thanks for your text, Brian. Appreciate it. Uh, good point. Uh, we're talking about my... And Brian says, if you don't think you did, <laughs> replay your reaction. I'd rather, yeah, re- <laughs> I'd rather replay the call from Adrian before that, Brian. Uh, now, listen, um, teams that um, instill fear into like, the opposition... Like the Doves. Like yeah, the Doves. There's the, ta- the Tasmanian... What is it? The Jack Jumpers? The Jack Jumpers, the new team in the basketball. Please. But um, we've got a good one here, the West Wyalong Weevils, <laughs> the Young Yabbies. They're not young, like, as in not very old Yabbies. They're from Young. Oh, right. Yes. Okay. And okay. the Gwery Goats. The Gwery Goats. Is Gwery a place or is it a type of goat? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure. No, that would, otherwise, it would be the Billy Goats. Oh, right. Okay. The West Wyalong Weevils. What a team. What an, Thanks for your text on that. Keep them coming. 0477-736-736 or, or give us a call. On 342-1533, a hot topic. Thanks to Repco. Gwery be- is a place not far from Gubbo. Oh, is it? In New yeah. South Wales. G'day to our Gwery uh, listeners. Hope you have a Merry Christmas. Good on you. The goats. Uh, you'll be blown away with car air conditioning service at Repco Authorised Service. Book at repcoservice.com. This is Sports Day for Kia's open season. It's on now with match-winning deals. When we come back, our new segment called Hot or Cold. We'll throw a few segments up and we'll find out whether it's a hot or cold. Is that... A simple explanation. Mm-hmm. No, we'll, we'll work it out. <laughs> we'll in get the to break. that next. <laughs> this is Sports Day. You're listening to Sports Day. Have your say by dropping badge and sats a text. 0477 736 736. That's 0477 736 736. This is Sports Day. We'll be right back. 
We're back. This is Sports Day for Kia. Kia's open season on now with match-winning deals and red energy for 100% Australian electricity and gas. Yeah, welcome back to Sports Day. Gary Belcher and Jason Matthews here. Um, Satsy will be back from holidays on Thursday. He's done his knee, mate. I was talking to him today. He's he's done his knee. So I'm wondering no, why that's Andrew Bogut. No, no, Sats has done it. So okay. his son Jack did his knee. So he's gone in, done the operation. He's on the mend, and Sats yes, is laying on is. the no, Sats is laying on the couch in agony, going, "My knee's oh. bugger." Apparently, he did it on State of Origin night oh, or yep. day. Well, what? Yeah. What did he do? I said, "What?" I playing? drove up there with him. I don't know. What Nothing. did you? <laughs> I don't know what happened. But he did. He said he did it during the day, and he's just in agony. He goes, but I'll soldier on. So there we go. No dancing at our Christmas party coming up on Thursday night. Uh, Time for our segment, Hot or Cold. This is where we throw up some topics, Badge, and you tell us whether you're hot for it or cold for it. First one, bowlers should be allowed to spit and polish the ball again in the tests against India. Yeah, it has been outlawed because of COVID. But yeah, they're just saying, well, it's such a batsman's paradise, a lot of these. We've seen it in the one day, haven't we? Hmm. All sides score, both sides scoring over 300 each time. Uh, and the bowlers, it just gets harder and harder. They get bigger bats, nothing. So Brett Lee's tossed it up. He said they should be able to spit and polish. And I reckon Absolutely. do it. And and every time the ball comes back to the bowl, before it goes to the umpire, he gets a rag and he cleans it. Well, wasn't there the umpire? Go. Wasn't the umpire spit and polish on the ball? No, <laughs> that way you know where the spit's coming from. So if it comes from the one central location, and then what? And, and they say, "I want you to." No, that's not going to happen. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, but I, I'm hot. I'm hot. I, I like I, that. I, I like that. Yeah, as well. hot. But yeah. what, what's the difference between that and using your sweat? Mm. You can, you know, like that's it. No. Well, obviously there is because it's not working for them. And and I noticed in the crowd. On Sunday and Friday, they're handling the ball and throwing it back. Oh, yeah, come on. Hot or cold, Woogie? Matt Wade to open the batting tomorrow for Australia in the one day. Hot as. You reckon he's over the line? Scorching. Oh, I, like, I love the way he goes too. He's got the little pop those Popeye arms, hasn't he? He yeah. whacks it. Yeah, little Tasmanian. Again, I want to go back to the BBL. We we're talking about it earlier. How you know Darcy Short got his chance. The BBL um, resurrected Matthew Wade's playing career. Mm. Got him back in the test team, got him back in the one day teams, got him into the into the T20 competition. So yeah, mate, I reckon he's red hot. What do you think? Yeah, yeah. I'm 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 with you now. I like this one. Microchipping the NRL ball to help rule on forward passes. No, I'm cold. Why? Oh, I don't know if it's going to look, at the moment I'm cold. I don't know if they're going to be able to get it right just by having a microchip in it. The ball can float forward. It's just how it comes out of the hands. Are they still going to? Are they going to go? Okay, it moved from point A to point B, and it was forward. That's a forward pass because that's not how it works. But can't you program the ball to say if it leaves the, leave the hands back? Well, I'd hope so. At the moment, I'm worried. So you're cold on that. I'm cold on that at the moment. I like it until I'm they on test that. it out. Don't do it in the NRL straight away. Do it at lower levels. Okay, no worries. Hey, can I can I um, get onto this? Well, you know, you're just talking about these these uh, inspiring. <laughs> Names of sporting teams like the, your team, the, the Doves. The Doves, mate. Um, do you remember in uh, Pulp Fiction when yeah. uh, John Travolta um, and um, oh, what was the other guy in it? They got the they had to get the shirts. They got blood all over. They got new. Sh- they had to yeah, get yeah. Sh- they didn't want it. He had the Santa Cruz banana slugs <laughs> on his shirt. John Travolta. Uh, yes, that's a sh- and the Long Beach State dirt bags. I'd be scared of them. The dirt bags. I don't want, want to go and play the dirt bags. There's a there's a women's football team in Norway called FL Fart. That's not going to instill no, fear. I reckon it. that's been lost in translation. Tran- yeah, yeah, 
translation the somewhere. Fighting artichokes from Scott Dale. Yeah, I wouldn't Scott be scared Dale. of those. No. Or the Tasmanian jack jumpers. Yeah, as what's well. this jack jumpers? I know it's that's coming year, into mate. the basketball. One three hundred forty two fifteen thirty three. Give us your teams or 0477-736-736. This is Sports Day. Uh, with thanks to Kia's open season on now with match winning deals. Yeah, keep those texts coming through. We'd love to hear from you. 0477 736 736. This is Sports Day. You're listening to Sports Day. Have your say by dropping badge and sats a text. 0477 736 736. That's 0477 736 736. This is Sports Day. We'll be right back. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.